Hello, everyone. Welcome to Life and Sport Podcast. Our guest today is a Central Coast Mariners player. I'm originally from the Central Coast, grew up watching the Mariners. So this this area and, and the team is very near and dear to my heart. His name is James Bayless. Thanks for joining us today. And we were just discussing how training was today. But obviously for the listeners, how was training today? Yeah, look, it was tough. So, you know, we play games normally midweek and yeah, it was it was hot. It was tough. And yeah, everyone was you know, fighting for a spot on the weekend. So yeah, it's always good fun. This episode is brought to you by Talent Locker. Talent Locker is the ultimate player recruitment app, making the connection between players, teams, coaches, and everything in between and agents so much easier and accessible for everyone. Use their features to help bridge the gap and find the exact player that you're looking for or the club or the coach or the agent, all of them that you're looking for, head to the App Store or Google Play and download Talent Locker today. This episode is also made possible by Crush Organics, a natural alternative to pain management, anxiety management, and much more. They're a CBD mainly based company over in the US as well as in Australia. I use their gummies to help me get off to sleep a bit better. My partner uses their creams to help with her arthritis management. So if you're struggling with something such as arthritis, or even if you want some game day or match day, uh, recovery that's natural and all that be sure to use their cream use our code life in sport for 40 percent off at checkout that's fair enough and speaking of spots on the weekend before we get into your you know journey from you know junior soccer or football to now you just recently got a return after a months off more or less from injury um you came off the bench in the 85th minute which in my opinion it we were down 2-1 you came on it was 2-0 by the end of it granted you didn't score but you definitely had something you know some something to do on the field and it was good to see that we we didn't lose we got the draw what was it like that making you come back yeah like i think it was just relief really i mean it's probably been nine or ten months since my my last appearance in the a-league so i mean it was just good to get back out there and in such a um, important game as well like Wander is a, a good yeah. side as well and just below us in the table so yeah for um, Monty to have the trust in me to throw me on at the end it, it meant a lot to me and yeah it was just great to be back on the field. That's awesome well fingers crossed that the upcoming match you've got um, you know that you get some extra minutes more than just the last you know five to ten minutes maybe you know brings you on in the 60th minute or something fingers crossed for you yeah hopefully um, i mean you always you always want to play more and you know it, it was a good start for me and yeah i'll just try and look to hopefully get a few more or just make the squad again this week and see what i can do from there yeah absolutely um but let's get started and talk about your career journey more or less is what we'll be talking about your childhood and um you spent a bit of time not in the state of New South Wales. Uh, you spent a bit of time, if I'm not mistaken, in the Northern Territory. Yeah, so I um, moved to Darwin when I was seven years old. So we ended up spending six years up there from the age of seven to 13. And yeah, look, I mean, it was it was really interesting. I mean, that was really my childhood up there. And yeah, I only have fond memories. Like played a lot of sport. I played a lot of basketball, played a lot of soccer and a lot of swimming. And yeah, I just love to do anything like that. Even AFL at school, like, yeah. It seems like a town slash state in general that there's nothing to do really other than sport, more or less. Yeah, yeah. Like the, f- the footy is massive up there. Like soccer isn't very big, but AFL is oh, it's is huge. huge. So I mean, and they yeah, they love it. So yeah, played a lot of that at school, and yeah, I mean, it was good. I mean, it was nothing like living here. It's it's definitely a big country town. Um, and yeah, opportunities are definitely limited when you hit a certain age, if you want to progress and potentially make it further with sport. Uh, but yeah, for those ages, it was a perfect place to live. 
That's amazing. And obviously your journey differs because obviously, as we just mentioned, the Northern Territory is definitely a breeding ground for the AFL. Uh, definitely mm. not definitely not football. Um, <laughs> so how did your journey come about from that point to the Newcastle Jets Academy, which you were at before the Mariners Academy? Yeah, so um, every year we'd go down with the Northern Territory State team and play at the Nationals in Coffs Harbour. And yeah, like my dad's time, a work up there was finishing up. So they just sort of said to some of the other member federations, you know, have a look at this kid. If you think he's any good, you know, you can offer him a spot next year for any of the Sydney clubs and yeah like the Jets or they were Northern New South Wales at Nationals and yeah they obviously had a look and they thought I was okay and yeah an opportunity came of that and ended up spending four great years at the Jets from under 14s to under 18s. And obviously you lived on the Central Coast at the time you still do now obviously how is the part of me commute and get you know getting there for training and getting there for match days and whatnot especially when you're juggling school on the Central Coast. Yeah, look, it was tough. I mean, my dad did uh, the bulk of the driving. I mean, it was good at that age. You didn't have to drive yourself. I mean, if I had to do it now, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how I'd do it. So it'd be me, my brother, and then my dad, four or five days a week, traveling up to Newcastle. and That'd be some great great times. Oh, yeah. Like, they're honestly looking back now, some of the fondest memories that I have. I mean... After a bad game, my dad wouldn't talk to me and my brother. So that that wasn't fun. But no. <laughs> after a good game, just, you know, talking about sport and, you know, just anything really. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. That's fair enough. Just a quick tangent back to your time in the Northern Territory, obviously dominated by AFL. Did you have an mm. AFL team or did you follow an AFL team while you were over in the Northern Territory? No, uh, like I've, I've never, I've got to follow it more, but my dad was a big uh, Bombers fan. So I guess I sort of um, go for them as well, but. I mean, I can't say I follow it that closely. That's fair enough. Well, I'm a Collingwood tragic, but right. our most recent guest, which was actually uploaded today, so anyone that's listening, recording day at the moment is currently Tuesday. Um, sorry, no, Wednesday. That's my bad. Is Wednesday. Uh, we actually had Simon Madden. He won multiple grand finals and all that sort of stuff and, and a Norm Smith medal, Bombers legend. So if anyone wants to listen to that, go over to that. But this isn't about Essendon. This is about James Bayless. And so Newcastle Jets after that, um, what sort of lured you back to the Central Coast? Obviously, I'm guessing less travel time. But what was, you know, right, we want you in our academy now sort of thing? Yeah, well, like, obviously, it was definitely the travel time was the main thing. I was going into year 12 and, you know, trying to juggle that, you know, as it was, it was difficult. So we sort of made the the family decision to move back to the Mariners. And at the time, their program was starting to look, you know, a lot more promising than the Jets. And Was your brother at the Jets, as you said, he was at the Jets, but did he come back to the Mariners um, with you or did he take a bit longer to come back? Yeah, so he, he probably waited another couple of months. So he was still playing. And then probably just before, I think, the start of the season, he moved over into the under-16 side and started playing for them. And, yeah, I was in the under-18s team. Yeah, nice. And obviously, you spent a bit of time at the academy and in the academy, um, you know, learning the trade, applying your skill, for lack of a better term. And then you get the call-up from Monty, you know, we want you to start, you know, your first senior A-League game. What was that like, finding out that, like, and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, so, I mean, I played a few games off the bench, like, in the weeks before that. And we were over in Perth and... But to be honest, I, I didn't really expect it. Um, it. We just sort of found out the team a couple of hours before and, yeah. you know, he put it up on the video and, you know, just read out the names and, yeah, my, my name was on there. So 
you know, I was I was stoked. I was also very nervous, but I mean, I was I was ecstatic to finally get the chance to play from the beginning, and yeah, it was a surreal feeling. Did you get the win against the Perth Glory? Uh, it was it was nil all, so oh, okay. unfortunately so we didn't win. It could have been worse. It could have been a loss. So yeah, yeah, like, no, we were <laughs> under the pump a lot in the first half, and yeah, they missed a penalty and probably had the better of the game, but we we held on and. You know, could have snatched it at the end, but yeah, it didn't go away. That's fair enough. Um, and obviously, your brother has just—I mean, I may be wrong in assuming this, but I did see on LinkedIn, I think about a month and a bit ago. Now, could be, could be more, could be less. That he's just been actually upgraded to the A League roster. Whether he's yeah. in, whether he's makes his first, um, as in senior appearance or not, he's just made it into the roster. What's that like, knowing that you know you you may get the chance to play with your brother, not just in the academy, but in the actual A League together? This episode is brought to you by Jarjar's Collectibles. They're the best place in Australia to get NRL, AFL, BBL, and all of those footy cards, cricket cards, everything that you want to collect. They've got it from pop culture to sports, including halftime posters, which we've also got a giveaway coming up soon of some halftime posters. So be sure to check out our Instagram and Jar Jar's on Instagram. But also for one week, we've got an exclusive code. It is Madden 10. That's right. M-A-D-D-E-N for Nicholas 10. And use that code Madden 10 at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something we've dreamed about since we were little kids to play professional football together and at a club that we both have followed since we were five or six years old. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a pretty special feeling to be able to do it. And I'm hopeful and pretty confident that it'll happen this season, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Well, you're, as as we just obviously discussed, you're, you're back from injuries. So now it's all, all it is, is on more and more, you know, more, more progression further and further along. And there's no setbacks in, in sight. So fingers crossed that that happens for you guys. Um, going back to your childhood, did you follow a Premier League team? Or do you follow a Premier League? Yeah, so my um, Premier League team is Manchester United. So it's obviously been a pretty turbulent last decade, really. Since been a great uh, season this season, though. Yeah, I mean, this season it's it's been a massive turnaround. I mean, we've I mean, Casemiro's just changed everything for us, and Rashford's obviously playing out of his mind. And I mean, it's about time, honestly. We had a team that you know you're excited to watch. Like, there's been so many yep. nights I've. I've put myself through absolute hell watching teams lose to, you know, relegation battlers. And yeah, it's great to see us back up there challenging. I can agree with that. Well, I'm a Leeds United fan, so we're <laughs> we're, we're stragglers, don't get me wrong, in the Premier League. But watching that season in particular where we didn't get promoted, but in my opinion, we should have been, you know, we should have been promoted that season, but we got promoted the following season. But that season in particular was... I can was as tumultuous as you could probably get. We were on the wins and then we were on the losses and on the wins and oh my bloody God. So yeah, absolutely agree with that. Um, I would, obviously, it's unfortunate that we won't ever be able to afford him, but I'd love to see Erling Haaland back at Leeds where he was born. So, be, But I doubt he'll ever, you know, obviously because <laughs> the money and how good of a player he is. And, and that, that makes me um, come up with my next topic. Obviously, strikers and all that sort of stuff. Who is the striker that you hate playing against currently or in general that you've ever played against? I don't know. Like, I don't I don't really come up against strikers too much, playing more, like, as a, a fullback and midfielder. But, I mean, I guess probably in training it was Matty Simon. Like, yep. I know some of my first A-League sessions, I'd have to fill in at centre-back. <laughs> and, you know, you'd be going up against him and you're getting elbows and you're getting kicked. And, you know, if you... 
annoyed him in any way, try and try and kill you. So was he the yeah, same? He, was he this? Because obviously he was a machine. I mean, white line fever on the on the A League pitch. Was he just this mm. just the same when it was crossing the white line for training? Oh yeah, like if <laughs> if you weren't pulling your weight in training, he'd he'd let you know about it. And that's the type of leader you need in your team. If someone's not doing their job, they need to be called out on that. And yeah, he was that for the Mariners for so many years. And yeah, well, maybe that awesome attitude pro. and that intensity is what led him to have such a long longevity career sort of thing. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, he obviously took care of himself really well to be able to play um, to 37 years of age. So, yeah, yeah he's, he's done exceptionally well. Absolutely. But again, this isn't about anyone else. It's about you. So some more questions geared towards you. Um, what is your uh, brain fighting hard? I always ask these next set of questions. It's like quick fire sort of ones. Uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? Ooh, I'll give you a top three. Uh, yep. Shawshank Redemption, um, Goodwill Hunting and uh, Top Gun Maverick. Yep, that's right. I've watched Maverick since we last spoke and it's a good film. It really is. Yeah. And as you said, it's better than the first one. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, I rewatched the first one after I saw the second one, and yeah, I still think that the second one is better. Absolutely agreed. Um, Apple or Android? Uh, Apple. Oh, absolutely. Like, is it even a question? It was yeah. in the episode, <laughs> but but is it even a question? Uh, favorite music? <laughs> Who controls the speaker in the locker room? Um, I think it's Michael Roos or um, I think Sasha Kozeski. I think they're the two that sort of rotate on the speaker these yeah. days. Yeah, nice. Um. So we've gone favorite movie, we've gone favorite music, we've gone um, Apple or Android. Uh, what's your beer or drink of choice when you get the chance? No, uh, I, I don't drink. So fair yeah. enough. How do you like your steak? Medium rare. What's your favorite memory of football so far? From juniors, you know, doing the drive with your dad to your A League debut to your comeback game. What's your personal highlights? I'd probably say I have to say the game on the weekend would probably have to be the highlight now. I mean, obviously, last season was good getting a few games, but I think just coming back after the injury that I had and, um, yeah, it'd been so long, it was just a massive relief to know that I, you know, I can get back out there and can still perform. So, yeah, it was that's probably the highlight for me. That's amazing. And I've got two last questions for you. They're not quick fire. They're um, based around you and obviously around the Central Coast Mariners fans, such as myself and the the Mariners faithful. First of all is, do you have a message or any words that you'd like to say to the Mariners fans that I will be posting this to, as in the Mariners Facebook groups and all that? Yeah, like I just think the more fans we get to the games, the better. Like we saw on the weekend, 8,500 people there. I mean, you can see the the numbers are slowly creeping up and the more and more people we can get there, the more enjoyable it is to play, like to just look around at the stadium at the end and see, you know, nearly full. That'd be a dream for me like it was so many years ago. So yeah, if you got mates or friends, bring them along and yeah, come support us. Cause I think we've only got four more home games for the rest of the season. So yeah, let's try smash 10 K. Like It's absolutely attainable. And I mean, that's also a big, Big ups to you and the team and the squad in general for doing so well, in like as in in the season in general. Because if you'd have told me, um, you know, well, not not if you'd have told me, but you know, it's a, great to see such a good turnaround over the last two to three seasons for the Mariners compared to obviously the two to three seasons before that. Um, it was definitely dark times, but now we're definitely. I can't, when I say we, I mean obviously you guys and the Mariners, the squad, the team, the staff are definitely on the up and up. So it's great to see. And it's great to see fans back at the stands. As you said, 8,000 plus people at the stadium on the weekend. Amazing to see. 
Last question I've got for you is what's next for James Baylor? Yeah, look, I mean, I for this week, I just want to make the squad again and, you know, get on the pitch. And for the rest of the season, yeah, I'd, I'd like to play as much as I possibly can. So that's that's all I'm focusing on at the moment is the next six months and, yeah, really pushing to play as much as I can and, yeah, cement a spot in the team and, yeah, become a regular and, and an important player for the Mariners.